This is my repeated struggle, Heather said. I can't be perfect forever. As I get further and further away from my last binge, I feel a stress of maintaining binge-free days. I begin to feel tremendous pressure, and I'll end up binge eating in part just to relieve that pressure. Do you have any suggestions on avoiding the next episode? I'm starting to feel it again today. Have you ever felt that sort of pressure rising? The tightness in your chest? The buzz in your ears that says, any minute now, any minute now, I am going to blow this perfect streak. In today's episode, I'll share with you how to release the pressure of maintaining a binge-free streak. This is the Breaking Up with Binge Eating podcast, where every listen moves you one step closer to complete food freedom. Hosted by me, Georgie Fear, and my co-coach, Mary Claire Brescia. Three days, four days, five days. Some of my clients count up how many days they have been binge-free, and then they count weeks or they count months. In some ways, this practice can be reinforcing and positive. Like, hey, I made it this far. I can go another hour. I can go another day. But depending on how we frame the idea of a binge-free streak, it can also work against a person. It can be demotivating. It can lead to self-judgment. And as Heather wrote in our Facebook group, it can lead to pressure so intense that a person chooses to binge partly just to escape it. One viewpoint you might try on and find helpful is the idea that time passing is increasing a space between you and any disordered eating behavior. The behavior might be binge eating or restricting food or compulsive exercising. It doesn't matter. But when you've been doing one of these behaviors day in and day out, and you've just done it recently, it's very close to you. It's right there for you to grab and do it one more time. It's fresh in your memory. Your muscles almost remember going through the movements. To borrow a basic topic from physics, a subject I admit knowing very little about, we can imagine that these behaviors have a sort of gravity to them, an attraction that we feel most strongly when we are really close. But once we start creating some distance between ourselves and the behavior, the gravitational pull gets weaker. When we're one day away from having engaged in a harmful habit, the pull is really strong. But when we get two days away, it has less pull on us. When we get three days away, it's weaker still. You can imagine that the more time passes between you and binge eating, the less impact it has on you. The less you are pulled toward it, the more you're pulled toward other objects that are closer now. Maybe you're pulled toward a new hobby or a new book series that you're enjoying or a new band whose music you can't get enough of. Maybe there's a new idea you want to find out more about. Look for those new things to be attracted to and let the binge eating, diet control, or other behaviors fade off into the distance, your distant past. Your now is full of so many other things and you can engage with them. I find this idea of increasing distance and weakening gravity is freeing because it's the opposite of how many people think. It's common to see the passage of binge-free time as a test of our endurance, a performance of sorts which we can't possibly keep up forever. Heather was thinking about her time without binge eating more like a test of running as far as she could. As each mile went by, the numbers got higher and higher. She felt the pressure mounting. How long can I keep this up? 
At some point, exhaustion is going to make running further impossible. But the passage of time isn't like running. It's not an exhausting effort. We don't have to perform anything. Time just slips on by on its own. While we work, while we rest, while we eat and play and watch TV, we can pay no attention to time, and it's just going to keep on moving by. We can expend no effort at all, and time will move on nonetheless. Here's another way you might shake up your viewpoint if you feel mounting pressure to keep up a perfect streak. Even if you haven't binged in however many days, those eating days haven't probably been perfect anyway. I mean, maybe once you fell short of your recommended fiber intake, or maybe one afternoon you had a few more grams of sugar than would be, quote, perfect. So the bubble has already been burst. You aren't perfect. I'm not perfect. None of us are being perfect, so the pressure's off. Let's just keep moving forward. Lastly, I find that anxiety thrives on us being wrapped up in the past or the future, but calmness results when we stay anchored in the present. Here's how that relates. If we think of the binge-free days as a sum total to which we have to add, it can seem like a monumental task. Like, oh God, I have 42 binge-free days. Can I make it 43? I don't know if I can make it to 43. And then I have to make it 44? This is just getting more and more. We can also psych ourselves out by imagining future days or future meals all lumped together. There are 259 days left in the year. How can I possibly stay binge-free for 259 days? I don't know if I can be binge-free for 259 days in a row. If you find your thoughts going to places like these, relax. Come back to right now. All you have to deal with is today. You'll deal with tomorrow, tomorrow. You can't take on 43 days or 259 days at one moment, and you never will have to. All you ever have to manage is one day at a time. And that day itself isn't something you have to handle all at once. You can handle it one hour at a time if you need to. In that way, time is a beautiful thing. It never gives us multiple moments at once. We only have to handle one at a time. The number of moments behind you and the number of moments in front of you don't really matter. Just think about what you want to do with this moment and give it a try. You won't be perfect forever, and that's okay. What works to overcome binge eating and what works to overcome many other challenges that you will face in life is doing your best, moment after moment. You can never do more than your best, so don't worry about it. Sometimes your best is still not going to be perfect, and that's okay, because it's good enough. Let's all just keep going, one moment at a time. My last tip before I sign off for this week is that you may find it's helpful to not drag yourself over the coals about your, quote, perfect streak and how long you can keep it up if you decide not to keep that data. If you hadn't crossed off days on the calendar, marked when you binged or when you didn't binge, your brain really wouldn't have that information ready to grab and use as ammunition against you to stress you out. If you just keep doing your best each day and let history drift off into the past like water down a stream, you wouldn't feel that mounting pressure. You wouldn't know how many days it was. You would just know that there's increasing distance between you and the way you used to behave. I'm Georgie Fear, 
and I'm always here to help you. I'll see you next week.